guys, welcome back to the Oh My Allergies podcast. It's your host, Valencia, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to beat indoor allergies because I have environmental allergies. They're pretty bad, so I thought that this would be helpful for people who have environmental allergies as well. Um, because typically a lot of people think that, oh, usually environmental allergies, um, like they're in prime when it's the springtime, but a lot of people don't think that, oh, you can have your allergies in the winter as well. Like there's so many different factors that come into play. So I wanted to talk about that in today's episode. But before we get into today's topic, you guys know I got to tell you what's been going on. So this past week, I had a presentation for one of my classes. It was for my analytics and strategy class. So that went pretty well. I was kind of a little bit stressed about it. Um, I'm meeting up with like my group members and talking about it and like doing the presentation on like Google Slides and stuff. So that went really well. I wasn't surprised, but like I was just trying to make sure like everything was good and perfect and that the flow of everything was going to be nice and that we each knew what we were going to say and all that type of group project type of stuff. So that's one thing that another thing I did this past week was that I went to a cycling class with one of my friends. So that was really fun. It was interesting because we were kind of running behind schedule so we were like trying to race to get down to the studio and then there was like a lot of traffic and then you know my friend was like oh my goodness I don't think we're gonna make it in time but luckily we did make it in enough time for the class and the class was really cool and um the instructor was pretty hardcore though not gonna even lie like she was just she was just into it and she was very muscular and her muscles had muscles like it was just like wow wow but she had high energy her playlist was bomb and it was just like really like a full body type of deal like it really cycling really is a full body thing but like my muscles were like so tired after that class initially like while like after the class was ended and I was just like oh my goodness like my legs like my legs felt like they were about to give out when I was trying to get off the bike like it was it was really intense class but interesting enough like the next day when I woke up my legs didn't hurt now I'm still relatively new to spin so my muscles and everything are getting like used to being used in that capacity and in that way so I'm like learning as I go and learning how to you know like adjust the bike and you know how to put my spin shoes on the bike and how to take them off and it was just funny like my first class like I literally just took the shoes off and I was just like I'm just gonna leave them there because I don't know what I'm doing so that was something fun that happened this past week Another thing is that for one of the organizations that I'm on exec for, I'm actually the vice president and we are sponsoring students to go to a conference. So I've been working on that and making sure everything is in place. And then also I've been binge watching all of the episodes of Justin Bieber's documentary because it's so good. 
So I've literally been either like hooked to my computer or hooked to my TV, like watching it on like the YouTube app. So I've been doing that. Um, there's like a lot of really good episodes because I like I wouldn't consider myself a believer, but over the years, like he I'm not going to lie, like he's had some really good music. And so I know like after everything that he had been through, it was just interesting to see like a little documentary about like what's happened to him and kind of him being a little bit more personal and like opening about himself which is really brave so it's just been interesting to learn a lot more about him as a person rather than him as the entertainer and artist so that has been cool and also being able to you know learn a little bit more about Haley because I didn't really know that much about her like I knew she was a model and stuff but like one thing that I've seen in the comments of the documentary on YouTube is that a lot of people have a newfound respect not only for him but for her and that the documentary has allowed people to really see her as a person and to really just see how genuinely nice she is like she seems so nice in the documentary like it's crazy and what else did I do this week also his album just came out on Friday so I've been listening to that I haven't listened to the entire album in its entirety, but I've been like playing like some songs from the album like over and over and over and over again. So my favorite songs are Habitual, like that song and you get to hear Pooh Bear in the background. Oh my goodness, that song is so pretty. Also like Forever with Post Malone and Clever, like that has such a sick beat, like dun, 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 dun. oh my goodness like that beat is so good also like intentions that song is cool fun fact when the music video went live on youtube like i was up and so i was able to like see like the premiere of it like i've never done that for something like that because normally my butt is asleep but i was awake anyway because i was working on homework assignments so got to see that um also like changes changes is a really cool song it's really like nice and mellow and then also i like running over with little dicky that's a good song too so now that i'm done with the what's going on update now we can just get right into my foodie likes and dislikes so my first foodie like is something that i came across when i went to whole foods with one of my friends and you all know that I really like kombucha. So I saw this brand that I had never heard of, but it was on sale. So I was like, hmm, let me try it, even though my go-to brand was on sale as well. But it was kind of like in an adventurous mood of trying something new. So I tried this brand of kombucha. It's called Lenny Boy. I tried the ginger flavor one. And I really like it because A, it tasted really good. And I like that one whole bottle is only 20 calories and there's only four grams of sugar in it and it still tastes amazing like yes so ever since I tried it I've been going back to buy more and then also I just recently bought yesterday I think it was yesterday I bought it it's their mint and spearmint flavor so I'm gonna go try that And I'm really excited about that because I like mint flavored stuff. So hopefully that tastes just as good as the ginger one. Um, Another one of my favorites is from this brand White Rock. It's their lemon lime seltzer water. Now, 
also found this at Whole Foods as well, but it was like on closeout. I really don't know why, but it was only 45 cents per bottle. So, you know, naturally I had to stock up on it because you guys know I love seltzer water, sparkling water, the whole gist of that type of thing. So when I saw it was on sale, I was like, yes, we have to go buy the entire stock. But I didn't and I just settled for like four or five bottles. So I've been drinking that because you know my addiction to sparkling water, seltzer water, etc. is pretty bad. And then another favorite that has been my go-to is like for coffee. So I've been going to Starbucks and getting coffee with an extra splash of almond milk because guys it's been really crazy as far as the weather is concerned here and sometimes it wants to be like hot and like oh like we're in spring we're almost in summer and then there's times where it wants to be rainy and cold and breezy and it wants to snow so I really can't keep up with these different weather changes so I feel like that's like a happy medium where it's like I feel like you can drink coffee whenever you want like, I'm that person that'll drink hot beverages or cold beverages no matter what time of year it is. It could be hot outside and I'll still want a hot beverage. Like, I don't know if anybody else is like that. I don't know if it's just me, but, like, it doesn't mess with me. Like, you know, like, some people are just like, oh my goodness, like, I'm so hot. Like, I can't even imagine having a hot beverage to make me even more hot. I don't know. I don't know why I do it, but I like it, so... So now that I'm done with my foodie likes and dislikes, now we can just go right into the foodie news. So this week's foodie news is a little bit different because I have two articles for you guys. I know, I know, double the content. So one article is going to be foodie news with a little bit of a twist, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And then the other article is more so related to today's topic to kind of have a little bit more of a transition into today's topic. So the first article is from insider.com, and it's about different celebrities who have been open about having food allergies. So I thought that would be cool to talk about some people who are public figures who have food allergies because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about food allergies whether it's because a lot of people you know might be a little anxious about it or you know it's kind of like um like a stigma or surrounding like having food allergies and stuff like that so I wanted to talk about it so let me pull up the list So, and a lot of these people on this list kind of surprised me just because, I don't know, like, I mean, you can't just look at a person and be like, oh my goodness, they look like they have food allergies or they don't look like it, but I don't know, some of the allergies are kind of unique in my opinion. So, according to this article, it says that Ariana Grande is allergic to tomatoes and bananas and that her throat um, pretty much closed up. And she felt like she was swallowing a cactus after she had an allergic reaction to tomatoes. And I've not heard of somebody being allergic to tomatoes before. Or I've heard of bananas, but not really tomatoes. So I thought that allergy was just like really interesting to hear about. Apparently, um, Kourtney Kardashian's son is allergic to peanuts. Um, so, I mean, that's usually an allergy that's a little bit more common. So is Serena Williams. She's allergic to peanuts. Kelly Clarkson is also allergic to peanuts. 
And apparently, one of Britney Spears' children is allergic to fried chicken. Now, I've never heard of that. But to me, when I hear somebody is allergic to fried chicken, I would think that they're allergic to some type of oil. But apparently, he is allergic to fried chicken. And then Sabrina Carpenter, who is from, like, Disney Channel, she is allergic to apples. I think that allergy is really interesting. Um, Zoe Deschanel from New Girl, she's allergic to dairy, eggs, and wheat, um, which are a little bit more, like, the common, like, allergens. And then Malia Obama has a peanut allergy. Miley Cyrus is allergic to lactose and gluten. Um, Who else is on this list that's interesting? Oh, wow. Jessica Simpson, she's allergic to cheese, wheat, tomatoes, hot peppers, corn, coffee, and chocolate. Like, I'm just like, well, dang, girl, what do you eat? Goodness. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, that's a lot of allergies like whoa whoa like I thought I had a long list of food allergy like I thought I had a long list of food allergies and restrictions but when I saw Jessica Simpson's I was like whoa that's crazy like hot peppers and coffee like I just think those are allergies are really interesting so now we're gonna get into the other article, which is about how air pollution can aggravate nasal suffering with colds and seasonal allergies. Now, this article I found on the New York Times slash Reuters Health, and it talks about how people who get rhinitis, so that's basically like you get like a congested nose from either like a cold or allergies, they tend to feel much worse if they're exposed to high levels of air pollution according to a recent study. So if you don't know what rhinitis is, it usually involves like a combination of either congestion, sneezing, nasal irritation, and then also having a reduced sense of smell. And it apparently, according to the Journal of Allergy and Clinical Immunology, it can affect up to half of the world's population. Wow. Says breathing populated air can cause inflammation and oxidative stress on the respiratory tract. So according to the article, they say that there are two types of pollutants in particular that were associated with worse rhinitis symptoms. So one was nitrogen oxide, and then the other one is called PM 2.5. So that is a mixture of solid particles and liquid droplets that are smaller than 2.5 micrometers in diameter, and that can include like dust, dirt, soot, and smoke. And that people that are in cities with the highest levels of PM 2.5 usually have a lot of like severe rhinitis symptoms. And that nitrogen dioxide was also tied to uh, severe rhinitis. So people who um, have symptoms such as like nasal discharge and congestion particularly. Now, of course, people who are prone to colds and allergies, you can't really do much to prevent pollution um, from making rhinitis worse aside from just staying 
in your house or staying indoors but what you can do is just paying attention to the air quality alerts whether it's from your city or from your community and just plan to stay indoors or at least avoid uh, vigorous activity when there's um, peak pollution times and so for indoor air pollution there's a lot of different things that can help with that and I'm going to be talking about that in today's episode. So let's get into today's topic, which is how to beat indoor winter allergies. Now, I know when people hear winter and allergies in the same sentence, most people don't think that they belong together since there isn't any pollen in the winter. So outdoor winter allergies really shouldn't be a concern. However, indoor allergens are indeed a thing And if you're spending more of your time indoors during, you know, the cold winter months, then you probably notice an increase in allergy symptoms. So whether that's sneezing, wheezing, itchy nose, and itchy watery eyes, which is me to a T, like during the winter months, like indoors, like I'm sneezing and, you know, my nose is itchy, like it's just the worst. And according to the American Academy for Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology, the common indoor allergens that can trigger some sort of symptoms in the winter are dander from pets, which I know with me and my dog, like I'm kind of allergic to her, um, dust mites, and indoor mold. And so how you can prevent winter allergies um, is what I'm going to talk about. So I know usually during the winter, people, including my building, want to turn up the heaters because it's like so cold outside, but that makes the indoor air even drier. And that's literally one of my pet peeves is that I, I can't sleep in dry air because that makes me get a dry nose. And then that increases my like it increases the chance of me getting nosebleeds because I'm very sensitive when it comes to the heat so something that can help with reducing the dryness in the air is getting a humidifier so I recently maybe about a month and a half ago purchased a humidifier and literally that's like the best thing I could have ever done and it helps with my allergies. I really don't sneeze as much. I put it on at night um, just to be able to help me with sleeping and I do it before I go to bed so they give it some time for it to get into the air so that by the time I get into my bed then um, the air feels you know moist and you know I feel better and my nose feels better and everything of that nature. So it really does help but also when you're using a humidifier, make sure you don't turn your home, room, etc., into a rainforest because dust mites thrive in humidity over 60% and temperatures of 60 to about 85 degrees Fahrenheit and mold grows faster in high humidity. So just be careful when you're using a humidifier, like you just got to be really careful about it. So just keep that in mind when you do it like I have one but I don't use it all the time because of that instance and when you're using a humidifier make sure you're always using fresh water to prevent like any 
um, bacteria for getting into the air and then you're breathing in and it just makes everything like worse. So another thing that I use to help with my winter allergies is that I have a diffuser. I got this diffuser maybe for Christmas about like two years ago and it's something that I've always wanted to be able to help with my allergies especially because it was something that my doctor recommended me because when it comes to allergies I'm very 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 sensitive so uh, my mom for Christmas one year she went and bought me a diffuser and then got me some essential oils with it which I am forever grateful for because I use those essential oils especially during the winter time in my diffuser to be able to help so there are a few that I recommend for helping with winter allergies. So the essential oils that she got me, it was like a three pack of them and the theme of the pack is wellness. So one of them, it's cold stopper blend. And so in that blend, there's rosemary oil, eucalyptus oil, peppermint oil, cypress oil, and lemon oil. And the cold stopper, it says that colds are one of the most common illnesses and it can leave you feeling miserable. These blends of essential oils will not only help your body to fight viral cause of colds, but can also ease congestion, coughing, headache, nasal congestion, and other annoying symptoms. And I find myself using this essential oil blend a lot during the winter months because it really helps with putting those different types of oils into the air and they honestly help so much. Um, another blend that is in here is the Germ Fighter blend and that has tea tree oil, peppermint oil, lavender oil, thyme oil, and eucalyptus oil. And for the Germ Fighter blend it says whether it's keeping your hands clean or warding off seasonal threats going around the office or school, Germ Fighter will give you that extra protection you need in addition to its pleasing aroma. This essential oil blend, it smells so good. Like I like having this in my diffuser as well just because it leaves my room smelling good and plus it's doing good to my body. So I really like that one. And then another one that's in this pack, it says the Immunity Blend. It says Immunity Essential Oil Blend is specifically designed to support the body's natural defenses and this one has clove oil, lemon oil, tea tree oil, cinnamon oil, eucalyptus radiata oil, and rosemary. So one thing that I really like about this whole essential oils blend, it says the wellness set is specifically designed to address your physical as well as your emotional health. The carefully blended oils in this set support the immune system, help clear your nasal congestion, and keep the germs away. So this is like an essential oil set that I use all the time and I constantly have it in my diffuser and I highly recommend it. The brand is Woolsey's Soft by Nature and I really like their stuff. It smells really good. It does good to my body so I highly recommend either getting a similar type of blend set for essential oils that's really just help you open up your nasal passages and really just cleaning the air that you're breathing whether that's you know in your bedroom your office etc just really just doing good to your body another tip that i have that i constantly use especially during regular allergy season or for indoor allergies is drinking green tea Green tea has an antihistamine in it, so it really does help with 
you know, your allergies, when you're fighting all of these different pollutants that are on your body, whether, you know, it's from pollen or whether it is from mold or dust mites, etc. It really does help a lot. And just like when you are smelling the green tea as you're drinking it in your cup, like it's kind of like you're getting like a little like facial from the green tea, like when it's like really steaming hot, like I highly recommend now, another good thing to invest in or to just purchase in general is something that my mom purchased for um, her house. And it's especially, I highly recommend this if you have pets, it's getting an air purifier, like to be able to help with taking different, you know, allergens and pollutants that are in the air, especially with like dog hair and stuff. If you're like allergic like me, even though you still have the dog anyway and you're kind of pushing your allergies to the side this is really the only way that me and my mom can live with our dog is having it where we have the air purifier it works wonders people i'm telling you like you just need to go and get one i know they have them for different price ranges i know dyson has one that's like really 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 expensive but also i mean keep in mind that you buy one for your budget but they really do help and they come in different sizes and then also like the one of the last things I like to talk about which is kind of obvious but I feel like a lot of people forget to do it because of all the demands that life has is to make sure that you're continually like cleaning your living space so whether that's your room if you have you know a lot of dust if you have dogs that sleep in your room making sure that your carpets are being vacuumed regularly you're dusting you know making sure that you get all the dust out the way i know this is something that i want to work a lot more on because my dog she sheds like freaking crazy like she sheds so much and so she hasn't been shedding as much because the winter is wrapping up but goodness gracious she sheds so much so doing a better job at de-shedding her and things of that nature it was so funny like for prime day like like some months ago they had given out like some type of credit for prime users or whatever so i used that to buy like a de-shedding glove and my dog really likes it and it helps with making sure she doesn't shed as much and it's kind of like she feels like she's getting a massage in a way because it's very soft and smooth on her skin so it's a double whammy she feels good I'm not sneezing as much it's a win-win so if you do have pets I highly recommend you getting like a de-shedding glove you can get them basically off of Amazon or your local pet shop highly recommend getting one of those because they're relatively inexpensive but they pay off in the long run like a lot so another tip which kind of goes against one of the tips I gave so if you're dealing with a lot of mold then something that you might want to end up getting is a dehumidifier I know my roommate has one and she really likes it but I've not had experience with it but if you feel like there's like too much moisture in the air or if you're dealing with like mold and things of that sort like those types of allergens then probably getting a dehumidifier will probably do the trick but I think that wraps up all of my tips on how to beat winter indoor allergies. I hope you guys found this really helpful um, because I have so many different allergies as far as like environmental, like it's crazy. But if you guys like today's episode, 
give it a rating hopefully it is five stars subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already and i will talk to you guys next week bye guys